Good morning, sorry. We are Dafei Omid Aleph. Three lines down from where the lines go wide. Omer Babin. Dafei Omid Aleph. Imasech the Shabbos. Hey Omid Aleph. All the way to the bottom of the Omid. Three lines down from where the lines go wide. Omar Avin Omar Bechnan Hichnis Yodoy Letoich Chatzach Averi. If a person enters his hand into the courtyard, the chotz of his friend, the Kibel Megishomim, and he received, he accepted, he picked up. I'm using a, a number of different terminologies there because that's what the Gemara is going to discuss in a moment. The Kibel Megishomim, and he accepted in his hand some rain, v'hoitzi, and then he took his hand and extended it back into his own rishus, into the rishus rabim, chayev, he's chayev. So here's a gentleman standing in the rishus rabim, he puts his hand into the chatzah haveri, into the courtyard of his friend, he's mekabel megushomim, and then he takes the hand out again, back into the rishus rabim. Says the Gemara, says the rabim, in the name of Yechna, he's chayev. Why is he chayev? Because he's now done a hutzah on Megashomim. He's done a hutzah on Megashomim from... He's done a hutzah on Megashomim from the Rishus HaYochid of his friend to the Rishus HaRabim. Maskev Lareb Zeir. So Reb Zeir asks the question, Mali hit inu chaveiroi? Mali hit inu shamayim? What difference does it make if a friend puts an item on his hand and then he takes it out and he's considered potter? Because the Mishnah tells us if the Balabayas picks up the item in the Rishus HaYochid. And the Balabais puts it into the protruding hand of the Oni, which is in, in the Rishus HaYochid, and the Oni then takes it out his potter because it's Shnaim Shosuhu. Why is it Shnaim Shosuhu? Because the Akira was done by the Balabais, the Hutzah and the Hanukkah was done by the Oni. And that's called Shnaim Shosuhu, your potter, your Oni. Chayv, if you, you, a single person, completes the whole Hutzah from the Akira through the Hutzah and the Hanukkah, but says says the Gemara here as well. The Gemara's understanding was when he put his hand into the chotzer, it was raining, and it was raining like it was raining yesterday. So it was really coming down, bucketing cats and dogs. And he catches in his hand kibel biyoda. He catches in his hand some rain, and then he takes that rain and he brings his hand back into the shusar abim and. and Completes the hitzah on the shusar abim, and yet Rabbi Yechon says yechayev, which is It doesn't make sense. Who, what difference does it make? Did he do an akira? Did he not do an akira? Just as if a friend would put the item in his hand and he would take it out into the shusar abim, he'd be potter. So too, if Hakadosh Baruch if Shemayim puts an item in his hand and he takes it out, he should be potter. Iu avid akira. He hasn't done an akira at all. So why should it be chayev? So Gemara says you're right. Loiteima kibel. Don't say the word kibel means that he accepted it. Elokolat. Kolat means that he, he's, he, uh, gathered, yeah. gathered, scooped, all good words. Elo Kolat, Elo Kolat. Vaha, Freyde Gemara, Be'inon, Akira, Me'al, Gabi, Mokim, Abba, Veleka. We're back to our original question, Kolat. The Gemara understood Kolat means as it was coming down, he grabbed it, so he did the Akira, 
as it's coming down the rain, he grabs the rain like that, and he gets in his hand, and he takes it out. So he's done the Akira. This is not hit inoi chaveri anymore. It's more like the case where the Oni takes from the hand of the Balabais, and then takes it out. It's not hit inoi chaveri, but he's kolat. So then that's why Rabbi Yechon says, Yechai, what do you mean? Vobin on Akira, me'al gabe mokim dalad veleke. And even in our Mishnah, we said that the reason why Yechai, when you take from the hand of the Oni, or you put in, the, in the, from the hand of the Balabais, or you put in the hand of the Balabais, is because Yodoy shall Adam Chashuv like a Dalad al Dalad, but that's only Yodoy shall Adam Chashuv like a Dalad al Dalad. That's the hand. Here, there's no hand involved. It's dangling in midair. The hair comes, the rain comes down, and he grabs it in midair, and he's collat. An amazing thing. I don't know how he does it, but he manages. He has a has a cup, and he takes a cup, and he's collat. We're talking about his kolat. He scooped it up from Algabe Hakosl. Says Rashi. Malit inoy chaveroi. The potter lay tan of the masnisin. Because the tan of the Mishnah said, you potter, the ktoni. Because we learned. If the Balabash would put his hand, put the item into the hand of the, the protruding hand, into the, uh, into the protruding hand of the Oni, and the Oni would then take it out. Don't say Kibel. So don't say he, he accepted it, but rather Poshad Yodo Viyodo Lotechoi Deloyavid Meiser. Don't say we're talking about a case where he just pr- uh, opened up, he extended his hand and left it open and the rain entered into it, but he, he didn't do an action of Akira. No. Eloema Kolat. Hashta Salkadaitoch. At this stage of the Gemara, the Gemara is, uh, is of the understanding. Keshehoya Kiluach Yerid. As the rain was coming down, Hikab Yodo Achas. He hit it with one hand, the kibloi bechaverto, and he then caught it with the other. So the rain's coming down, and he smacks it into the hand, and he catches it. So he's now done the akira, the kibloi bechaverto, the ovid le akira. So he's done an akira. Michael Mashmalon, Michael Mashmalon, says Gemara. No, we haven't done it yet. So the Gemara answer is talking about with kolat al gabekaisel. So it was a makam dalit. Yes. We're going to discuss that in the Gemara in a moment. Uh, it's a uh, let's say a vertical castle, yes. But a vertical castle is still a mockim, dalad al dalad. Says the Gemara, Agabe castle. You want to know what, if, when the Gemara, we don't yet know what the Gemara means, but why does the Gemara now ask, what's the Kiddush? I think the Gemara is going to ask a much better question than that. The more is going to ask, It's not Nach yet. So if it's not Nach, it's not an Akira. And this is something we're going to come across a bit later. Can you do an Akira on something which is not Nach? Is it possible to have an Akira on something which in itself is not called Munach? From the Lashon of the Gemara over here, it implies that you can't do an Akira on something which is not Munach. It's got to be Nach. And since it's not Nach, the Akira is not an Akira. It makes a lot of sense. Because an Akira is to uproot it from its place. If it's not Noch, it's not in any place. So then, where's my Akira? But we'll see, it's not so black and white that when we get a bit later on in the Sugya. Well, one second, one second, give me two seconds of somebody talking here. Sorry, Eli. Didn't we have an earlier Gemara where it was infinitely quartered from the fact that it hadn't been Noch yet? And notwithstanding that, we had a Gemara that he caught it in flight? Yeah. Do you remember that Gemara, Moshe? 
No, I don't. You ran. Ah, we had the Gemara before, yeah. But that's that's a different Shaila. That's a Shaila of Hanocha. He was catching it not as an Akir, he was catching it in order to create a Hanocha. And there the question was, do you say Shnei Koichos Ba'adam Echod is like two people, or Shnei Koichos Ba'adam Echod like one person? And we were going to discuss that when we get there. It's a fascinating Gemara. We just learnt it as like uh, on a Sunday morning, like a Sunday morning, but it's, it's a fascinating Gemara. What, what is exactly the Shaila of the Gemara? But that's talking about a case of, of Hanocha, not a case of Akira. Sure. I don't need it to be noch. I don't want it noch in order to create hanocha. To create hanocha, I want it not noch. Then I can, I'm the one that's doing the hanocha. Here we're discussing, can I do nakira in a, in a, in, when the item's in a position which is not noch? Gemara here seems to suggest you can't. If it's running down a wall, it's not noch, and you can't do nakira. Sorry. Who was talking on Zoom? That's very good to be Barry. Thank you. Correct. At the moment, if it's running down the wall, it's loinach. Could oh my Robert? So Gemara says no. You're right. We're talking about type of situation, as Rob explains with regards to another completely different case. What's Rob's explanation? Bekoisel meshupa. We're talking about a wall that's sloped. Achenami bekoisel meshupa. Bekoisel meshupa. So bekoisel meshupa is a situation where the water is noch because it's now resting on the wall, it's on a mockum dal dal dalad, but it's still running down. And that's enough to be considered noch, on a mockum dal dal dalad, he can then be kolat, and he'll be chayv. So you can ask me, what's a chiddish? Maybe the chiddish is a koisel meshupa. What's the case of rov of koisel meshupa? itma, where did we learn the case of rov of koisel meshupa? Aha, we learned rov on this mishnah, the tanan could be learned in the mishnah. Hoya koira besefer, he was reading in a book, and you must remember books, all Sforim in the time of Chazal, were written like Megillus, they were all written on cloth in a roll. That's how you read, that's every every child would come to school, the first thing you'd have to do is write a Chumash, or at least the father would have to write it for them, or whatever said they were learning, they would write, or the Sefer would write it for them, he wasn't uh, going to Chaim's bookstore, or to Toyo Treasures, and buying yourself a little art scroll. He was a job and a half. And in fact, when a, a bocha came to yeshiva, can you imagine this, Josh? You go to yeshiva, and the first thing you have to do, one masechta we're learning Shabbos, right? You'd have to write out the whole of masechta Shabbos. Because otherwise, where would you get a masechta Shabbos from? You'd go to your friend, you'd borrow it, and you'd write yourself a whole masechta Shabbos. And then if you had Rashi on it, you'd write yourself the Rashi as well. So you understand a bit where Kisve Yodis come from, where you get different gisoys. Can you imagine lots of people coming to yeshiva writing out the Gemara? There's going to be slight mistakes. In printing, we have mistakes. So in handwriting, there's going to be mistakes. And then you end up with different gisoyas and different mistakes. But he was reading this sefer. So he's reading his sefer. He's holding this megillah in his hand. And Allah skupa. And he's sitting on a step. And yes, he was holding it, but he wasn't holding it tight enough. So they unrolled. He's holding one end, still holding in his hand. So the sefer is one end in his hand. And the roll rolled off. They rolled away from him. Very annoying. What does he do on Shabbos now? Don't forget, he's on this askupa. He's on this askupa. He's uh, it moved from the rishus of the askupa into the rishus which is outside of the askupa. We're going to explain in a moment what these rishus are. What can he do? Says the Gemara, he's allowed to roll it back. He's allowed to roll it back. There's no problem of melechus hoitzah here min because he's still holding the edge of the safer, so he hasn't let go, so it's not considered 
resting in the second Rishus, there may be an Isidra Bonon, but in this situation, for some reason, as we're going to see right in the Gemara, he's allowed to roll it, uh, roll it back. If however he was sitting on the top of a roof, which is of course is a Rishus HaYochid, and then it rolled down from the top of the roof. He was sitting on the edge of his uh, roof, that was the, the balcony, and he didn't bother having a a railing around, health and safety didn't exist, and he was sitting there enjoying himself on a Shabbos afternoon, reading his Sefer, and it was really peaceful, lovely, sunny out, he had some, some Garinim sitting on the top of the, next to him, and he was really having a good time. And then what happens is, it's Nizgalgal, you like Garinim, Rebislok? Horrible stuff. It's nearly as bad as sushi. Nizgalgal, Nizgalgal, is it not? Horrible. So Michael Behema. Hey, if the roll doesn't roll down to within the tent of Fochim, so it's now not in the Rishos Arabim, none of it's in the Rishos Arabim, then he's allowed to roll it back to himself. Once it reaches tent Fochim, too late. You're not allowed to be misgalgal. You can't roll it back because though you are holding one end, the other end is in the Rishus Arabim. So what do you do? You turn it over onto its ksav, onto its, the writing side, and you leave it lying down on the writing side so it should be less of a bizoyan for the safer. And of course, the safer here means a safer of chumish or safer of nach or something. It doesn't mean a safer terror per se, but it means a safer of, of, chumish. Uh, so we asked him, why if you're sitting dangling your feet at the end of your roof and it rolls down, so it's dangling in midair. If it's dangling in midair, it hasn't been noch. If it's not noch, then nothing's actually happened here. Just roll it back again. Why can't you roll it back? says the Gemara, if when it unrolls, it's noch at the same time, it's, it's landed. So it's now in the Rishus Rabbim as well as you holding it. So we can understand, Chazal said, don't bring it back. But if it's not Noch, it's just dangling in midair. Who cares if it's in the air of the Rishus Arabim? It's not Noch. And if it's not Noch, I'm doing nothing when I roll it back again. Why can't I roll it back? Which, on my rubber, on my rubber, on that, rubber came along and said, but Kaisel Meshupa, we're talking about a, a slope. It didn't roll, it didn't roll down into the air of the Rishus Arabim, but it rolled down the, Hill. So he was sitting on the top of his roof. I don't know anybody ever seen the little house on the prairie. You know, you had this roof and there, there's a like sloping. No, no, you never seen, you never read the book. No, much you never read it. Oh, Laura Ingle, wow, what's she called? Oh, it's a fantastic book. So there they have a picture of, of them sitting on this house, grass house. They had a little house in a cave with a grass roof and you sit on it, but it was a coastal mashupa. It was like, comes down. The edge of the house came down with a, a wall. And there was, she was sitting there. He was sitting there reading the Sefer. And he rolled down. And he rolled down within 10 to Fochim on the wall within 10 to Fochim into the Shusharabim. And the Gemara at this stage, we'll see why in a little bit later, the Gemara at this stage takes on that within 10 to Fochim of the Shusharabim, that Kaisal Meshupa is considered Shusharabim. We're going to discuss that in a moment. But a Kaisal, no, because a Kaisal Meshupa is not Mechitza. Why is it Rosh Oh, we're going to discuss that. I said to you. Well, but at this stage, the Gemara is accepting, is taking on that this is Rosh Hashanah. So now I have my Sefer, which I'm sitting on the top of this lovely roof, in one, one, one end in my hand, the other hand resting in Rosh Hashanah. Says Gemara, at that stage, I'm not allowed to bring it back. I can't bring it back. I have to turn it over. Leave it there to Motsoy Shabbos. A Sefer. Shamus. You'd cave off, Kainit. Nope. Leave it there to Motsoy Shabbos. And then pick it up after Shabbos.
That's, that's where Rava says Koisel Meshuppah. So the Gemara would like to transplant Rava's answer with regards to the Sefer to our Gemara when it comes to the rain which is coming down along the, coming down on the wall. And the wall is a Meshuppah. And it comes down in the wall to the, before the Shusharabim. And you scoop it up from the top of the wall before it hits the 10th Rachim of the Shusharabim. And that bit is Rosh Yachid. And then you scoop it up and you bring it into the Rosh Hashanah and then you'll be chayv. Let's understand what's going on here. The fact says Rashi. All this forum in the time of Chazal were written in the form of a Megillah, in a roll. And it rolled down and the one end of the safe is still in his hand. He can roll it back to him. So the morning everyone explains that this is scooper was a carmelis. Meaning, why is it a carmelis? It's, it's not a Rishusarabim, and it's not a Rishusarabim. It's not a Rishusarabim, Kigoyen Gavoya Gimel, Rechavay Dalet. So it's high three, so it's now detached from the Rishusarabim. And it's Rechavay Dalet, it has a area of Dalet al Dalet, which is considered a mockery. So I now have a Rishus, which is not Rishusarabim. Because it's Gvoya Gimel. It's not Rishus Yachid, because it's not Gvoya Yud. So what domain does this take on? A Kamenis. So Rishus Rabbonon, which means, Minat Torah, I'd be allowed to transfer from the Rishus Rabbonon to this Kamenis, or from this Kamenis to the Rishus Rabbonon. Mid Rabbonon, I may not transfer from the Rishus Rabbonon to this Kamenis. And in front of this is scooper, in front of this stool, in front of this uh, block, call it whatever you like to call it, there's a Rishus Rabbim running in front of it. And he's sitting on this this Carmelis, and it falls out of his hand, the end of the, the roll of the Megillah, down into the Rishus Rabbim. Because if the whole thing would have fallen down from his hand, and he would return it to the scooper, there's no Chiv Chatos. So of course it's awesome with Rabbonon, but there'll be no Chiv Chatos. Hilchach, Hashda, now where the Roshay Echad Bayodah, he's one stage less than that. He hasn't completely dropped from his hand. It's still tied, still connected to him by being him holding the end of it. The Enkan Akira, and there's no real Akira here because it's, it's in his hand. So in that stage they didn't ban it. Mishum Shus. Technically Chazal would have liked to ban even if it's in your hand, but since the other end's in the Rishus Rabbim, they, they would like to ban you from bringing it back, but they can only do that when, if it would be in a real scenario of Hitzah, there would be Nisidraisa. But in here, where even if it was a real scenario of Hitzah, it would only be Nisidrabonon, Chazal weren't going, to, weren't going to stretch it and turn it into a Shvus, because it would be like a Gzeir to a Gzeir. However, same scenario as before, but here it's a Then if the lower end, the roll which is rolling away from him, does not reach to Yud, doesn't reach this stage of Avrishusarabim, he can roll it back, because there's no problem there at all. He's in a Shusayachid, it never reaches a Shusarabim, bring it back. But if it reaches the the, the area of Yud 10th Fachim up from the ground within 10th Fachim from the ground from the Shusarabim and therefore that's considered a Shusarabim it's forbidden for him to roll it back why? the Gozor Rabbonon Mishum Shavus because Chazal made a Gezeir a Gezeir Rabbonon a Shavus where it's still attached to his hand 
Otu, why did they make the shavuos? Because they were worried. Where it completely left his hand, the loy say so that to make sure that he wouldn't then return, bring it back to his rishus hayachid. Because in that case, the ikachiyu v'deraisa. In that case, it'd be a chiyu v'deraisa. So therefore, we see from the Gemara says says Rashi. We see the Gemara is explaining as follows: When if he would leave go completely. And then return it, it would be an Isidaraisa. If he would leave go completely and return it would be an Isidaraisa, then we do not allow him to return it even if he's still holding one end. If when he would leave go it would not be an Isidaraisa, it would only be a drabono to bring it back, then when he's holding it, we allow him to bring it back. That's the Gemara. Clear? Comes along the Gemara now and asks a question. Fine. Lovely, we understand that when there's only a drabonon, if the worst case scenario is only going to be a drabonon, then we allow you to roll it back. So if that's the case, when he's sitting on the roof, and it's niskalgo miyodoi, and he's not a good obey, but it's dangling in the air of the Shusarabim, why can't he bring it back? What would happen if he would bring it back then? Would it be over the rice or would it be over drabonon? Says Gemara, put the writing to the side of the wall, and the smooth side, it shouldn't be lying in a bizoyin. But what do you mean? If it's dangling in the ten amas, ten tvachim up, or within ten tvachim of the shusarabim, that means it hasn't yet reached the ground of the shusarabim. Why can't he bring it back? He's allowed to bring it back. And therefore, if he would bring it back, what, what would it be over? A derais or drabonon? It'd be over, over drabonon. Because it's not noch yet. So he's only doing, oh, it's so. He's not doing akira. And if he's not doing akira, it's only a drabonon. So when it's only a drabonon, we said, then Chazal allow you to, to roll it. So bring it back here. Why is there a difference between the case of Sitting on the escupa, which is a Kamalist. To the case of the Shusayrab, to the, to the case where he's sitting in the Shusayachid, which is a Shusayachid, but it hasn't yet landed in the Shusayrabim. Why is it different? They both are only a, a Shus, and they're both only a Drabonon. Let him bring it back. To which comes along Robert, and he said, We're talking about Bakaisul Mashupa, Boilet Milamata, Umeitsa Milamaila. It's a wall which is wider at the bottom and narrower at the top. The Nachle al Shipua. It did. It landed on that Shipua. And even though it's still rolling down into the Shusarabim, but that's called Nach. And if he would then bring it back, had he left go of the other end, he would then bring it back. It would be over Malacha the Rais of And therefore, even though now he's still holding on the end, and therefore I should technically be allowed to bring it back because it's a good obey. It's still tied and he never left his hand. But Midrabonon, we stop him from doing that because we're worried that maybe we allow him to roll it when it's still attached to his hand, that he will roll it even when he needs to go completely. That's the question of Meshubah. So here as well, says, says the Gemara, let's use Robert's terrace over there with the, with regards to reading the Sefer on the, in the Rishusha Yachid and try and explain the case of Rabbi Yechanan where he was Kolat, the rain. Also in the case of a Kosal Meshubah, he landed on the Kosal Meshubah and he managed to grab it from the coastal Meshupalalat. So he did an Akira from a Mokim Daladal Dalad. He did an Akira from a Mokim Daladal Dalad. And then it's on a Hanukkah. So he should be high. So far, so good? So essentially, we're talking about a case where it's, you've got an object which is not, and is lying halfway across the boundary, partly in the Rishasarabim, partly in the Rishasarabim. Yeah, because he's holding it. Yeah, 
Yeah. Sure. And so can you therefore say that you... But had he left go, where would it be not? No, I don't know, because he, he's standing up there, he drops it, and the bottom is now in the... If he, he lets go, and the bottom is now sitting on the wall of the Shisharabim, so he's now in the Shisharabim. But he lets go, the wall's anyway. Eventually, but let's talk about the first uh, two seconds. So he lets go, where is it now? If it's in the Ave, it's in the Ave. But if it's the the bottom end is already on the Rishus Rabbim wall, the, the, the slope of the Rishus Rabbim, then it's in Rishus Rabbim. Yeah, but the minute he lets go, it's going to roll down. Yeah, but he might catch it before he rolls down. We're talking about the first split, couple of seconds. Sure, if it's in in, in the air of Teich Ten Tfachim, he's going to eventually hit the ground, isn't it? On the on the on the grazing of the slope, basically. Uh, well, that's going to make the grazing of the slope is going to make a huge difference to whether it's a Rishus Rabbim or Shusayachid. If it makes a difference to the speed at which True. You're being very scientific today, David. If he lets go and it's still going to roll, you then say it's not rolling. Why? Why? Uh, uh, something which is rolling around the floor is still not on the floor. I'm saying he's holding, it's on a stove. If he's holding it up here, yeah. if he lets go, it's going to roll. Yeah. And we're still saying it's going up on the wall. Yeah. If it's, but it's rolling down the wall. It's on the wall. It's rolling down the wall. Here he is. It's over here now. He's sitting up there. And, and it's now, the bottom end is over here. The top end is, is in the air, about to join the bottom end in the lower part of the slope. That's in Rishus Rabbim. Well, half of Rishus Rabbim. Well, the other half is, 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 is nowhere, so it's in Rishus Rabbim. If I have a if I have a chair which is ten fucking high, where is it sitting? Right. So it's, it's on Rishus Rabbim. Okay. You don't say half in Rishus Rabbim. Otherwise, every time you walk in Rishus Rabbim, you're not in Rishus Rabbim. Okay, so that's a Gemara so far. I can't hear you. Abgab, are you speaking? I can't hear him. I can't hear you, Abgab. Yes. Well, we'll go, the Gemara is going to find it dodgy in a moment. So should we just see how the Gemara tries to uh, disprove the, the, the comparison? Amos says a Gemara, the Omar Rava, the Sefer. When did Rava say that with a coastal Meshup it's called Noch in Oshus Rabim? With a Sefer, the Ovid, the Nayach. Because the Sefer is going to come to rest. Then, when it's, when it rolls on the, when it rolls on the, when it rolls onto the coastal Meshup it's called Noch. Mayim, mi avidi de Nayche. But water is not, not meant to stop. It's going to continue rolling. And who says that's called Nach? Says Rashi, Mi avidi denaychi ela bedava sheish leitoich. And since it'll only stop if there's a receptacle, therefore rolling down the wall is still not called Nach. And if it's not called Nach, then it's not called an Akira. And if it's not called an Akira, why did Be'echanan tell us that when he's Kalat, he's going to be Chayev? So Rishikamar has not come along with a new answer. Ela amarava. So Rav has come along with a new answer. Kigoyen shekalat. There's, a, there's a, a hole, a pit of water, and he scoops up from the pit of water, he scoops up a bit of water, a shear of water, and he's, then he takes it out from the Shusayachid into the Shusarabim. So it's like picking up an item in the Shusayachid and taking it out into the Shusarabim. That's Poshet, Pshita. 
That's pshita. So what's the chiddush of rechnon? Shmuel says no. Mao de teima mayim al gabe mayim lav hanochahu. I might have thought water on top of water is not considered munach, and if it's not considered munach, then it's not called an akira. Kamash malon. The water on top of water is called munach. This is a very interesting Gemara. The Gemara is going to elaborate on in a moment. The Gemara is going to tell me that things on top of water are not called noch. Are not called noch. And therefore I might have thought water on top of water is also not called noch. Kamash malon. That water on top of water is called noch. Let's see Rashi. Mao de teima lav hainu hanachoson. Interesting Rashi, love Hainu Hanochoson. Water on top of water is not called it that's not its Hanocha. That's not its place of resting. The Tihava Akiroson Akira. That the Akira from there should be considered an Akira. The Honai Diva Ozli. Rashi is telling us very clearly it's called Nochat to some extent. Rashi doesn't say it's not called Nochat at all. But it's not enough Hanocha that the Akira should be called an Akira. Why? The Honai Diva Ozli. Because the water is still moving. The water is moving. Now, I'm not quite sure what this means, because here we're talking about in a guma. In a guma, the water is static, I would have assumed. In a pit, the water is static. So we must talk about guma, which is connected to a, connected to a, a flowing water. And therefore, since the water is flowing, I might have thought it's not enough of a hanocha that the akira should be called an akira. Kamash malon, the hainu hanochoson. Rashi says, kamash malon, that's that, han- that level of anacha for water is considered enough anacha therefore akiros and akira and akiros and akira that means we're not dis- we're not changing our mind that there's something missing in the anacha here of this water water on top of water isn't a complete anacha but for water on top of water that's enough of anacha and therefore the akira is considered an akira very interesting wording in Russian Right. Maybe. Is it constant motion? If it's a static there and no wind. Will it? Maybe. So then you can learn that as well. Temperature difference between the top of the water and the bottom, so it flows very slowly up and down. Today I've learned, learned the laws of gravity and. David was teaching us laws of gravity, and then you're telling me all about water, static water, non-static water. I hear, okay. I, I can't argue with you, but if that's the case, then maybe the lotion of Rashi is because it's Naidiv Ozli. Naidiv Ozli. Naidiv Ozli means moving and going. No, it can be just round in circles. All right. Says is of the opinion that when it comes to Kamlis, Chazal never made any gezeres. Later on, we'll get to the mission in The tailor may not go out. On Friday with his macha because we're worried that he might end up carrying it on Shabbos. My area is safer. Why do we talk here about safer? I feel a kol milinami shari be agda biyadai. Kivan da filu be ain agda biyadai le osel le midrabono. 
Why by Iskupa do we talk about the Sefer? Why don't we talk about any item which is partially in his hand and partially out of his hand? The only way we can explain this, this mission is anyway talking about Iskupa's Once it's not Iskupa's Kamelis, why do we talk specifically about Sefer? Talk about any item. Tesis understands that a Sefer is Dafka. A Sefer is Dafka. But if with another item which is partially in his hand and partially in, in, in the Rishus Arabim, even if he's sitting on a, in a Kamelis, we would make a Gezerah. We'd make a Gezerah or to a Gezerah. We'd say, don't bring it back, even though it's only a Drabonon, because we're worried you might bring it back and be over Drabonon. But Robert, who doesn't agree to these Drabonons, later on in the period, so why, according to Robert, why do we talk about the Sefer? Why don't we talk about any other item? Yeshleima, the knockout Sefer, Lashminon, a fellow Sefer, even a Sefer. If ain't a good of the other, even a safer, if even if it's not all good in his hand, it's forbidden for him to bring it back. There's one opinion that says a safer, even though if it leaves go of his hand, there would be an Edrabonon, because I'm transferring it from a Shisrabim to a Carmelis. But there's the Reb Shimon who says when it comes to Kisra Kodesh, Bizoy and Kisra Kodesh, that overrides the Drabonon of the Carmelis. No matter thought it's permitted, even if it leaves go of his hand. Therefore, this Mishnah has to tell us, and if he would leave go from his hand, it would be also, even though it's Kisra Kodesh, because it's the Drabonon. And the only time it's Muti is when you're holding it in your hand. But in truth, according to Robert, you could have spoken about any other item equally, because according to Robert, there's no difference between a Sefer and any other item when it comes to a communist. According to everybody else, not rather. There may be a difference between a safer and other items because a safer has an extra chiddush of kisve kodesh. And therefore we're more maker when it comes to kisve kodesh. If it wouldn't be kisve kodesh, maybe because that would have made a gzeir, a shwas to shwas, or to karmelis, which is a gzeir, or to rishus or to rishus And therefore, the, the reason why the mission says safer is simpler according to the other mandarmen. But according to Robert, we're going to have to say the chiddush of a safer is la fuke from Rav Shimon who holds that Kisri Kodesh overrides the Isidra Bonon of Kamlis itself. Says Taisus Bekosel Meshupa, Oimeri, the Ayri Kigoin, Sherabim Mikasvin Olov, the Havarishus Arabi. This is a Gemara later. If you have a area which in itself may not be considered a Rishus Arabim, but because people use it to rest on, to lean on, the public use it to lean on, so it's considered a part of the public thoroughfare. And becomes now part of the Shusharab. Becomes now part of the Shusharab. A normal tree people don't lean on. But if it was a, a nice, connected to the ground, and it was somewhere where people would, would lean on in there, they're traveling with their pack, backpacks and they were tired. So what would they do? They'd find a nice sloping. So imagine you're going walking in the mountain, in the hills, right? In the Chilterns. And, and you're tired. You're wearing this big backpack because you've got your, your great grandchildren in the back of it. So, so you're tired. So what do you do? You find a, a sloping, piece of sloping wall and you rest on it and you rest on it could it be a bench? no bench would be a part of the Shusharab anyway because it's Teichut but we're talking about a wall which is sloping and that's enough depending on the, on, the, on the gradient that would be enough to be considered part of the Shusharab that's a Gemara later in Davches I think so all these sugyas, all these Gemaras seem to, te- seem to equate Hanokha and Akira that's what we've, we've that's the, the underlying principle of these sugyas. I need it to be a hanocha in order for that to be an akira. Is it a hanocha? Is it not a hanocha? Running down the wall, not running down the wall. Hold, being held in my hand, not being held in my hand. What's called munach, what's not called munach in the Shusharabim in order for my akira to be considered an akira? So we come to the Chiddush at the end that maybe my al is not enough of a hanocha for the akira to be called an akira. 
And Rabbi's Mechalish, no, Rabbi Yechman is telling me that if you call out Mayim from the, from the Chatzah, from a Gumma, even though it's Mayim al Gabbai Mayim, it's enough Anachal for that Kiri to be Nakir. That's the Tamsis, that's the shortened version, the shorthand of our Sugya. If you've got a sloping wall and you have a ball on top, you're in the shusha yachid, and the bottom shusha rabbin, and you put the ball on the top of the wall and you let go, then it's 100%. Much more, if you have a, a, a something lying on the floor and you drag it across the shusha yachid, that's it, so. Yeah, but here you're not pushing it, you're just letting go. What's so? It's the reverse of a Because you're using. And when I throw, so if I throw it like that. Yeah, but then, then how does you're it you're come down into the shusha yachid? But how does it come down to Shusha Yochid? How does it come down to Shusha Yochid? I'm standing Shusha Rabbin and I throw. So I threw it up there, excuse me, I threw it up there. He had no right to land in the Shusha It should have kept going and stayed up there. How does it come down? Gravity. Well, David will tell you gravity, right? Sir David Newton. So what's the difference? So here's I'm leaving go, and gravity pulls it down. That's not called transferring. So when you've got your safer and you let it go, Surely that would be also be higher. You should stay there for a No, but he, that, that's a he had no intention to do a malacha there at all. Is it intention that's relevant? Sure. Mm. In order to be chayev, he needs to be a shaykh, meaning I intended to do the pu'ula, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. or I need to not realize it was Shabbos. Okay, if I did intend to do it and it just happened, that's a misasik. If, you know if you're on a Come on, Josh, you tell your father. Us, we, you know, human beings just don't take precautions. That's, that's. But the point is that it's, it's inevitable. You see what I mean? It's inevitable it's going to roll down if you leave go, but he, he's sitting up there not intending to let it go. Then he should say to the other Shabbos, not let go. That's the point I'm making. No. If, if he's holding it still, he's allowed to pull it back up. Because. It's only drab on. If he's in a gag, then he's not allowed to. Then he can turn and leave it there. He doesn't have to hold it. Why does he have to hold it? Just leave it there. No, it's going to lie. Don't forget, it's close to the shop. He's going to lie flat. It won't roll. It won't roll. Surely the fact that he was up in the first place makes him a bit of a pashaya. Why? You're not allowed to sit dangling with your feet on, on the Rishos HaYoch and the Shabbos? Of course you can. Because he's got... It, it, because... So you were saying before that people don't need to take precautions. I mean, Shabbos people should be taking precautions. Oh, stop it, Josh. <laughs> Who takes precautions? You wear a hat in the street in Shabbos? No, no, no. Maybe it's going to blow into the next door neighbor's garden and you might come and catch it and it'll be, oh, you don't take precautions. You're living like a normal person, sitting on my roof with a nach, with a safer of nach, learning Yeshaya is perfectly normal. Perfectly normal thing to do. The Ozda Rava Latame. And Rava follows his own reasoning when Rava discusses Maimal Gabamayim. He follows his own reasoning. <coughs> the Amar Rava, because <coughs> Rava says, "Mayim al gabe mayim, haina hanachosan. Egoiz al gabe mayim, love haina hanachosan." If you take a nut and you put it on water, evidently a nut will float on water. Is that right, Josh? You ever tried it? It'll float, right? If you take a nut and it shell, you light on the water, it'll float. Try, try, my should take. Ego is agavimayim, love, hai nanochoson. So we see on water, it's not considered munach. Maim agavimayim is considered munach, but agavimayim, that's not considered nach. Flowing water is not considered nach. Boy, Rava, comes along Rava with a question now. Ego is bekeli, bekeli tsof agavimayim. 
If they have the egg raised in a little cup, and the cup is floating on the water, bossa egg raised on. Do we look at the nut? The nut is now resting comfortably nestled in its little cup. Do we say bossa keli We follow the keli. And the keli is not resting. Deny it because it's moving. Teku. And Rava remains with a teku. But there, everybody agrees that a on a person is not on the person, on the ground. The machlekes is whether it's called knock on the person or knock on the ground, but everybody agrees it's called knock. Because the man's knock and the chayfet is knock. Nobody, if you had a keli in a shusarabim and something in a keli, everybody agrees it's knock. There's no question. The question here is, because the, if the man was on water, you could have the same question if man was on water, just man doesn't float. If man was sitting on water, he'd end up being, uh, he'd drown, so it wouldn't be, especially if you load him up. But the question here is where, the top item is now in the keili, that's noch. Top item is resting. doesn't budge. The keili is moving. Do I look at the keili and say, since the keili is moving, the item inside the keili is also considered moving, and not noch? Or do I say no? The item inside the keili is static. The item, it's a good comparison to the gemara over there, but there it's easier, because everybody's noch. But if he was, if he was walking along whilst this friend loaded him up... Then the gemara later is going to tell us that's not called anocha. We're going to come to that. It's not called Nakir, it's not called Nakir, it's not called Nakir, it's called nothing. So would that bear the answer? Yeah, it would. So, well, let's have a look at Tasis. Says Tasis, are we clear? <coughs> Says Tasis, Egoiz al-Gab ha-Maim, Lav ha-Nan da Omrinon, Bepei Kamba da Bob-Metzia, Sfino, Menach, Naicha, Umayahu da Komamti lo, Lagabi Kinyan Shani, De lo ikri chotzma leches, De chotzi afin miyad, Tosis asks a question. The Gemara Mishnah's Bamasia is discussing nothing to do with Hilchas Shabbos. Absolutely nothing to do with Hilchas Shabbos. We're talking about Hilchas Kinyonim, and one of the halachas of Kinyonim is if something's in my chotzer, if something's in my domain, in my courtyard, I can be kinder. I mean, if you want me, you want to give me a present. Uh, and you, or you want to m- help me buy something, so you want to give it to me, so you put it in my chotzer, my chotzer can be kainer. There's a rule, the chotzer, which is a chotzer mahaleches, cannot be kainer. A moving chotzer cannot be kainer. So if you want to throw it into my car whilst it's moving, so you, you ride past me with your bicycle, and usually they're faster than cars, so you drive past, and the window's open, you throw it into the window of my car, and I'm still driving, so chotzer mahaleches, I won't be kainer. Question of the Gemara is now, what happens if he puts it in a Svina? I own a boat. Right? QE2 is mine. You didn't know that, Josh, did you? QE2 is my boat. Oh, my goodness. No. <laughs> Where were you brought up? David, what's happened to him? Anyway, so, and you come along in the QE2, and you leave an item in the QE2 for me, and it's my chotza. So I want to be kinder. So then you'll come to base and we'll have a fight about it. Was I kind of, was not kind of? And you'll say, well, how can you be kind of? Chotzim Says the Gemara, Sfina is not called a Chotzim Aleches. Sfina on water is called a static Sfina. It's moving. Says the Gemara, the Sfina doesn't move. The water moves. So the Chotzim is static. So Tosis, that's the case here as well. The 
nut on the water is static. A nut, a nut on the water is static. If it's static, it's noch. And if it's noch, then it should be nakira. What's the problem? Why is it different over there when it comes to chotzim halachas? Says Tosis. Says you can't compare Kenyan to Shabbos. That's okay. Legabi Kenyan shiny. When it comes to Kenyan making an acquisition, that's different. The loy ikri chotzim halachas. It is not considered chotzim halachas because the definition of a chotzim halachas, the definition of something noch, may be different. Why may it be different? Because the chotzer, the concept of a chotzer yafin miyad, we learn it from the idea of a person acquiring something through a hand. So if you want to give me an acquisition, you'll put it in my hand, I'll close my hand, and I'll say, oh, it's in my hand, now it's mine. And the Gemara learns from that, in Dafyudim, Sechaz Bab By extension, just like my hand can acquire something, my chotzer can also acquire something. So the g- definition of a chotzer maleches is going to be something which is different to a yad. Now, when it comes to a hand, the man can walk, but the hand is still called, called static. So, therefore, a chotzer, which is static, just the, the, the hand, just, just the, the, the ground is moving, that's okay. But here, when it comes to Hanokha, when it comes to Hanokha on Shabbos, now listen to the words of Tosis. Mi mishkon yalfinon. Hilchas Hanocha, Hilchas Malachas Shabbos, is learned from the Mishkan. Vishom loihoya mistama elekederch shematsniim chafetsim. What type of Hanocha was there? It wasn't Hanocha on a moving surface. It was Hanocha on something static, the way normal people would hide and place, place items in their, in their possession, in their cupboard. Kederch shematsniim chafetsim bene Adam. It would be only in a way that people would normally place a chafetz. Uboya egos bekeli. Bekeli tzofagabe mayim. So therefore the Gemara Hezna has a sofrik. True that misad hilchus chotzer mahaleches. The egos is static. The water's moving it. And if it's called the chotzer mahaleches, it's not called the chotzer mahaleches. And it should technically the Shabbos be not because it's static. It's not moving the, the, the nut. It's there. It's just the water moving around. It's like you put yourself on a carousel and it goes round, 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 round. Are you moving? You're static. So he's well, you're static. Why don't I say it's called a Hanukha? Says Taisu is, it is a Hanukha. But this Hanukha is not a Hanukha that took place in the time of the Mishkan. And if that's not the type of Hanukha that took place in the time of the Mishkan, that's, ex- that's excluded from the parasha of Hutzah. That's an unbelievable Kiddush in Taisu. I don't know. I would assume any Malach has to be Daima. The actual Av has to be Daima. Maybe, but I don't think you need to come onto that here. This is the definition of Hitzor, which I'm learning from the Mishkan. Comes along Robin now, and he adds an extra question. So now, what's the question? Did they, in the Mishkan, place things in a keli on top of water, or did they not? So now, Tosis caused himself a little bit of a problem. If I've got to compare, it's got to be exactly as it was in the Mishkan. Most people, when they're matzniim, when they put things away, they don't put them on top of boxes, on top of water. They put them in a static cupboard. So if for the same, 
By extension, if an egg is a gabba maim is not called hanocha, an egg is in a keli should not be called hanocha if it's on top of water, yet Rava asked the question and remains with a teku. says, Taisus has explained to you. Uboya eggers bekeli, bekeli safam gabba maim, imhu derech kachlat sniach hafezimoy loy. So Taisus, that is exactly Rava's question. Is that a normal, is that considered a normal way of hiding things? Because I normally hide, put things in kalim. So I did put it in a keli here. Oh, I don't normally put things in a cane on top of water, so that's not called normal. How do I look at normal here? Do I look at normal as the cane? That's normal. Or do I look at the whole picture and say a cane on top of water? That's not normal. So again, we're not discussing here now lambdas of hanocha, not yes hanocha, not hanocha. It's sure it's noch. We're discussing Hilchas Shabbos. Is this derech hamatznim? A completely new concept that Taisa brings into the Gemara. Did they ever move on Shabbos? No, not on Shabbos. They always rested on Shabbos. Because otherwise, if you say there's a movie, they put something on a cart or on an animal, then that was a. We're going to discuss that in a moment, Yusuf. You're, you're being really, uh, really advanced today. I'm sorry. But look at the next few words of Tasters. Im huderch kachlatsniach hapeshim loy. Afal gav the vaday lav kemunach domi. Even though it's definitely not considered a proper noch, this. Now, this is, he's gone full circle. For sure, on water which is moving, that's not called noch. For sure, on a kalian on top of water which is moving, that's not called noch. Is it called derech hamatsnim? It's definitely not considered a real noch. For example, says Tesis, the kaimelon, rochuv kemahalach domi. If somebody's moving, if he's riding on an animal, he says if he's walking. So if he's on a, on a inside a keli, on a water, and the water's moving, he's moving. So you can't call him noch. But I don't need him to have a real technical noch attached to him here when he comes near to Shabbos. I need him to be considered derech hamatsnim. And that's a huge chiddush from Tosis the other way around. Uberesh peg basrim mashma. In the beginning of the last peg in Masech the Shabbos, there the Gemara discusses the love of Mechama. They were talking about if you come on a Friday and you, you over, you overestimated how long, you underestimated how long it's going to, you overestimated. No, you underestimated how long it's going to take you to get home. And you thought it'll take you an hour to get home. It really took you three hours. And it's now Shabbos. And you're carrying your, your stuff and your, your wallet and etc. So what do we do? The Gemara there says, you know what you do? You put it on your donkey. And let the donkey carry it for you. So the Gemara, how can you put it on the donkey? There's a lav of Mechama. So the Gemara says, I'll tell you what you do. When the donkey's walking, you put it on him. So putting on him when the donkey's walking, no hanocha here. Because the donkey's walking. Walking is no hanocha. So the Gemara then asks the question, what do you do if the donkey stops to relieve himself? And then he starts again. To carry him walking. So now he's the donkey's done in Akira and, and he's walking and he's going to do Anach at the end. So the Gemara says, you know what you do? As soon as he stops, you take it off him. When he starts walking again, you put it back on. No, you don't carry him walking. You stop there, static. As soon as the donkey starts walking, you put it back on again. What's the problem? Fine. It's not Anach, yeah. But the donkey's walking. I put it on the donkey. There's no Akira here. Because the donkey's walking. The donkey's done no Akira. I've done an Akira for sure, but the donkey's done no Akira. 
Mashma there. So if an Agamor is mashma, the noisein al adam keshuhu mahalach. If a person puts an item on a person when he's walking, the loichoshiv hanocha. It's not considered hanocha. The Ka'oma, because there the Gemara says, you put it on the donkey, Kashima Leches, and you take it from the donkey when it's standing. So what do we see? How is he allowed to do that? So clearly something sitting on a donkey is not considered Noch. Because if it was considered Noch, if it be considered Noch, then how is he allowed to do that? Clearly it's not considered Noch. If that's the case, this item on top, in this nut, in a keli, on top of the water, and the water is moving it, is not considered noch. So why is there Shiloh? If a person takes ink, enough ink, to be able to write two letters, and as he's walking, the Kosvon Kashumalach, and he writes those two letters, you know the graffiti you see sometimes on the wall. So this guy's holding the ink, and he's got a spray bottle, and then he's walking along, and he sprays as he's walking two letters. Right? I don't know what two letters are going to be, but two letters. The Kosom Kishum Halach Chayev. The Gemara says he's Chayev. Why? Ksivosan Zuyani Kosom. Mashma Dafka Kosom. Only because he wrote them. Shinichon Bemakim Shisha Rishom Noilam. Because he left them there in a place that they're going to remain forever. Avalim Shafach Lekeli Acher. If you take the joy and pour it into another Keli, Lechashiv Hamacha Kivan Shuhum Halach. Taisus is Machadish, an unbelievable Kiddish. That a person moving, putting something on a moving surface is not considered Hamacha. If that's the case, says so says, what Robert Shiley with the nut in the keli? The nut in the keli is not called the Hanukha. Says so says, this huge chiddush, that it doesn't matter if it's not called the Hanukha. As long as it's matznin, kedersh shem matznin, in the mishkan, that's good enough for me. That's enough that when I do nakir, I can be oikah, and it's considered nakir. And that's a huge chiddush. So the concept of the Gemara that we started out with, that Hanukha and nakir go hand in hand, Tosus is undermining that a little bit. And he's telling us it's not quite so straightforward that Hanukkah and Akira go hand in hand. Because in our Gemara, in our situation of the Egeris, al Gabimayim, etc., it's definitely not Noch. And Tosus brings a number of Rais. So the concept of Akira needs it to be an Akira from a place that will be normal for them to be Matsnia, even if it's not called Noch. And that's a Kiddush. And that's called a Kiddush. Now, in fact, most of these Rais... If you look in the Gemaras and the Rashi, and they're showing you see that they're very difficult rise. Rashi has a different understanding of the Gemaras there. You look in the Gemara in the beginning of the last Peric, you see Rashi has a different understanding of the Gemara there, and Tesis Raya is no Raya, and it could very well be there is called Nach. But Metz Hashem on the Thursday show will come back and we'll do that more be in. But this Tesis really undermines the side of the Sugya, and, and takes the Sugya and turns it a little bit inside out, that there's no concept of Hanach and Akira having to go hand in hand. You can have something which is an Akira even if it's not Nach. As long as matznim bekederch shemashmatznim as it would matzniyet in the time of the mishkan, and that's a chiddush of places. We'll have to come back and finish off the sugya. Metz Hashem next week Sunday morning. I'm not sure what's going to happen Sunday morning. Metz Hashem, the rain should help, but there'll be a shir somehow or other. Metz Hashem. Have a very good day and a very good week, and everything should go well.